Well, hello there, and welcome to Further Every Day, the podcast where we dissect cultural issues through the lens of the Christian worldview. But, of course, as you know, many lenses have a prismatic effect. Each one of us will be sitting in a different stream or ideal or chair of the Christian worldview. And today, to my right, I have Jennifer. How are you? Hello. I'm good. Which chair will you be sitting in today? Uh, I'm going to be in a chair of culture. Excellent. Talking about the cultural issues that we face as Christians and the counterculture that we must bring to answer what the world is dishing out. And to her right, I have Mr. Charlie. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. How are you today, John Arthur? I'm doing all right. It's wonderful to have you. It is great to be here today. In which chair will you be sitting in, sir? We're going to do theology. Most excellent. Talking about the reason why we believe what we believe. And right now, I'm sitting in the chair of philosophy, and my name is John Arthur. I will be host today, and let's dig into the topic of the day. If you look at the title of the podcast, we're talking about what delineates propaganda from objective news, and why we should care, and why listening to propaganda is not necessarily a bad thing, but you have to know what you're ingesting as a Christian. And you have to be watching. By the way, both sides do it. Be really clear. Whenever there, spoiler alert. Whenever there's an agenda at play, uh, there's a, and that's often, often turns into propaganda. But we've got a few stories here to go through. The other day, and this is an older article, but I was, you know, I, I logged in to my computer. I turn on Mozilla Firefox, and what pops up? But this ProPublica story, and the headline starts with, Black children were jailed for a crime that does not exist. Almost nothing happened to the adults in charge. Hmm. That's sad. Color me, color me intrigued. Okay, color me intrigued. So I said, Black children. I'm going to tell you something. I read this article, and I thought, this article is a leading article. That The headline is not going to be what I read in the story. Sure enough, I read down into the story where you have, and, and this is the tagline, Judge Donna Scott Davenport oversees a juvenile justice system in Rutherford County, Tennessee, with staggering history of jailing children. Okay, that's the headline. She yes. says kids must face consequences which rarely seem to apply to her or other adults in charge. That's the headline. Because you scroll down far enough, you scroll down through the story where you've got a bunch of children who are jailed for filming a fight. We're filming a fight that did not end up with any actual injury. They're, they're thrown in prison for this. But you got to remember that prisons make money per bed. And there is a corruption there. And if you read the story, it's an interesting article. Crappy headline aside, pardon me. I'm, I'm a little frustrated with this. Uh, it, it goes down further to talk about uh, uh, a young man named Dylan Gertz, who was allegedly uh, under a lawful arrest by this same system. By the way, since we're keeping score, he's white in a predominantly minority neighborhood and county. In a predominantly minority area, you're going to have a lot of minority arrests. And when you have a corrupt system, you're going to have a lot of uh, people arrested and the, the stack and the odds are going to be bad. I'm not saying that there isn't racism at play here, but I will say that racism is not the story. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The story is the corrupt justice system and, and, and the media in, in handling it this way. Are they not as bad as that judge? Absolutely. 
Because what, what, what culturally, let me throw this around the room. Culturally, what happens when we start pushing a narrative at the expense of the news? What happens to the real issue, the underlying issue of corrupt judges in a corrupt juvenile detention system when we say that it's black children being arrested because they're black? Well, I mean, it, it creates the culture that we see around us today where now, I mean, they're going out of their way to find the stories where there's corruption that happens against black people to perpetuate this narrative so that I think, and possibly, you know, I don't like to always attribute motives, but at some point you have to look at the totality of the facts and say, okay, there's a reason that they're doing this. And I think that reason is to drive people to fear of these other groups of people to divide us so that we are easier to control. You know so, what's and, and and let me just narrow in here on on you, Jennifer, because you're 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 very much hitting on something. There's a divisive culture where now you have people who says that there is no the tendency, my, and I'll say for my tendency, my tendency is to whenever I hear of a real racism report, I no longer I have to struggle to care. Because I don't believe it. I read this story thinking that headline, I'm going to read this because I know that that's not the issue. But here's the real problem. If the issue at hand is disguised by this political motive, does the issue ever get fixed? I was going to say it gets buried. There's no chance of fixing it. And so we end up chasing this phantom, this miasma of, mm -hmm. of racism that doesn't exist when we have corruption in our system. Because, you know, even, even if miracle happens and we, we get them to stop talking about racism, they're going to find something <clears throat> else to continue with this underlying motive of why they're doing this. Because they want to divide us. Exactly. They want to divide you. And as Christians, we should be looking to unify people under, only under the name of Christ. That's what we should be looking to do. We should be looking to win souls. You know, one more thing on this, this particular cultural. You know, what's really interesting is that 30, 40 years ago, if you were losing um, viewership on a particular broadcast of whatever it was whether it was tv or radio and you started losing sponsors you you were making adjustments you know what's really interesting is that cnbc i'm sorry uh, cnn is in the tank it's in the toilet when it comes to viewership and ratings and yet they keep on going there is no change there's and that reason. is clearly due to money just it, being pumped in for a message. And there's a reason for that. And let's and we will we will talk about that today uh, in just a little bit. But moving on to the chair of theology, when wickedness is disguised in a lie, mm -hmm. can justice be swift? No, 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 it can't. You you lose a lot. The moment that you lose truth, you lose you lose an awful lot. 
So let's let's dig on that for just a second. Why is it important that we, some might say, are we splitting hairs here? And why is it important for us to be very articulate, very specific about what is true in this case of children being arrested for, frankly, no good reason by an aggressive prosecutor, an aggressive judge, and a juvenile detention system that loves to eat up children? Why, why, why is it important that we focus on that issue as opposed to this supposed issue of six of the kids in this one case being being black. What happens when we abandon truth? Who wins? Evil takes over. Evil unequivocally will take over. And that's especially true when people know to do right and don't. That's, that's when it becomes very bad. And look, you need not look any further than your, your local pandemic. That is just a, a poster child for what happens. And we're, and we're going we're, we're to cover that in the next two stories that we cover. Jennifer. Yeah. So just jumping on to, the, to the, you know, what happens when you couch this story um, in only framing it in terms of these six black kids. And I think something that happens is that our good old Republican friends, you know, Republican Christians who are more Republican than Christian, Oof. automatically are now, they, they have to be opposed to fighting that prosecutor and fighting that judge because it's been couched in these terms and they've been taught by the Republican side of this media malpractice that, well, if the liberals are supporting it, then it's wrong. Exactly. So they're just automatically opposed to it, and now justice is not going to be done for those six black children or any of the other children that these prosecutors are going after. Exactly. Or whatever justice does happen is going to be so delayed because now these two groups are fighting over something that has nothing to do with the, with the heart of no. the issue. And that's where Christians need to be really careful that they are Christians. Tell people that I'm a Christian conservative. That's why I do not believe in prisons. As long as that system is in place, it needs to be put in place. There needs to be something re that replaces it. Let me be clear. But I do not believe in prisons. There was restitution, beating, as Jennifer has corrected me, <laughs> and prison. Restitution, monetary or, or labor-wise, you, you got a public flogging, or you were put to death. Those were the options. Man was not made to be put up, and now we have these for-profit prison systems. Guess what? When I say that, I turn a lot of Republicans off because mm -hmm. they, they hear that, oh, you're a libtard. Mm -hmm. Like, no, 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 wait, wait. No, that's biblical. That's biblical. Uh, uh, yeah. That's bi biblical. <laughs> that's from Listen. the Bible. <laughs> I'll quote Kent Hovind on this, and, and uh, Kent Hovind is an eclectic character. Love him dearly. Great guy. But he said something really good. He says, listen to the critics. Sometimes they have a good point. If someone yeah. says your breath stinks, check and see. Maybe you need a mint. Now, 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 maybe they said it to you in a horrible way, and maybe they said something horrible, and they have bad intentions, okay? But listen. Listen to that, because you might be off on something. And we are mm. on, 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 on the mm. prison system. But guess what? That's never going to be addressed when we disguise everything in the form of race. And from the philosophical point, what is their purpose? And, and again, that's not all there is to philosophy, but that's my first thing I go to. 
what is their purpose when they go and they they shade everything in the color of race and and pardon the pun there is not intentional but when you look at everything through the lens of race you can never fix the racial issue and more importantly you can never fix all of the other issues i'm not saying that racism is less important or more important i'm saying you miss everything you miss everything you miss these children who are being abused by a system that is arresting them for filming a fight because they didn't come in and intervene. That system is still going to stand because the, the media has no interest, no interest in those children, has no interest in taking down that judge. It used to be that that was the kind of story that a reporter would bust their chops for. They said, I want to break that story because I want to take that judge down. It used to be that you had that, that fervor for righteousness. Or my goodness, what about the story of coming out of Loudoun County about, you know, the, the that poor child who was assaulted in the bathroom and, and nobody in the media wants to talk about that story? That's a huge story. Let's not color it. She was sodomized. Yes. I. If you have to... children in the room, we'll, we'll talk about this for just a second. Get them out for just a moment. She was sodomized. Brutally. Do you realize that the media has covered that up with the Loudoun County School Board because uh, they, he claimed he, he put on a tutu mm -hmm. and said, I feel like a girl. They say that this thing doesn't exist. Jennifer they, and I were talking to someone the other day who says that never happens. Mm -hmm. You know why they can say that? Because of this. And they, they didn't just not report on it. They reported that the father, when he went to the school board meeting to address that his daughter was sodomized in the bathroom by this student, and this school board member says that has never happened. And he went to the school board meeting. He was arrested as the aggressor. I, I mean, it, I don't have children, and I, that still makes me angry. I can only imagine Mr. Pomeroy as a father. If someone that, had done that to your daughter, that <laughs> boy, that I, is a fair chance I'd be put in prison. He's turning red right now. He's just uh, would, thinking about it. it. It's. To me, what's really sad in that whole story, nobody has been held accountable. Not the board, not the media. And they, and they should be, and I'm sorry, let me be very clear. That, that boy should be put to death. Yeah. yeah. Be clear. And, and it, for those who want to give some grace, that, that, child, that, that boy who did this, who sodomized this girl, he was given grace by the school board, moved yeah. to another school, and promptly assaulted another student. So how many times do you have to say, no, 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 God is too merciless. I will be more merciful than God until you realize that maybe God was right. When someone has transgressed that far, it's and, and, time. And but, just to... Go ahead. I, I was just to, to, to draw this back into our overarching theme of, of the underlying you know, problem here, I really do believe that it's fear. They want us to be afraid. They want us to be afraid of racist cops. They want us to be afraid of black people, of white people. They want us to be afraid of for, uh, Republicans too. They want Republicans to be totally afraid of all this transgender stuff so that it's all vitriolic. I think, I really do believe that fear is their goal one way or another. It is. And the reason why they want to do that is because when you are fearful, you can give away your freedom 
for security. Shout back to our last podcast. <laughs> but that's how they're doing it, folks. That's how they're yeah. that's how they're managing us. Mm-hmm. And people don't realize it, but we are slowly slipping away our freedoms because we're hearing this narrative and we said, Oh my gosh, we can't let that happen. And dig a little deeper, folks. Dig a little di- dig a little deeper, as you should with our next story. When you have a a news media that is not held accountable with ratings and they are protected because of the the, the first amendment which they should be but they're not they shouldn't be government backed and when they take on sponsors that they should be reporting on maybe we should take a second look and And, here's a and i will just say they're protected by the first amendment they're not allowed to do libel and slander, which we'll get to a story a little bit later talking about that. So just and, and, note and libel that and also. slander is a, by the way, that is something that our founding fathers did in fact uh, have protections uh, against, and you were able to prosecute someone for that. So let me be very clear. I'm queuing up this one clip here, one moment. And this is from uh, uh, at Whitney Webb on the Twitter. Uh, she has this little blurb that she has titled, well, this is totally normal and not a conflict of interest. Listen to all of these opening uh, uh, disclaimers, if you will, or sponsor segments for a lot of the major media uh, outlets. Here we go. It is brought to you by Pfizer. CBS Health Watch, sponsored by Pfizer. Anderson Cooper 360. Brought to you by Pfizer. ABC News Nightline. Brought to you by Pfizer. Making a difference. Brought to you by Pfizer. CNN Tonight. Brought to you by Pfizer. Early start. Brought to you by Pfizer. Friday night on Aaron Burnett out front. Brought to you by Pfizer. This week with George Stephanopoulos is brought to you by Pfizer. This weather report brought to you by Pfizer. Today's countdown to the royal wedding is brought to you by Pfizer. And now a CBS Sports update brought to you by Pfizer. Meet the press. Data download. Brought to you by Pfizer. This portion of CBS This Morning sponsored by Pfizer. On how to find the hidden sugars in the American family diet. Sponsored by Pfizer. That was 60 minutes, by the way, that last one. So let's just... Boy, it kind of sounds like they might have some sort of, you know, conflict of interest, maybe, potentially. Can you imagine the amount of money that is being thrown into the advertising for that? Exactly. And you look at it, Pfizer, just on the vaccines alone, as of... I I forget when the stat was was cranked out, but a couple months ago, as of a couple months ago, Pfizer made $200 billion on the vaccines alone so where do they go to advertising on what your local news sources so chair of culture when we don't hold these people accountable and it, it doesn't there come a point where you start to say that this news outlet is compromised oh absolutely and listen, I don't think that there's anything wrong with CNN, MSNBC, all of these people who want to put out what they put out. The problem is that they are holding on to this name of being objective. Objective news. Apple is still an Apple, and you are still 
sponsored by Pfizer. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I think it's it's an, a ridiculous idea that anyone has believed that there has been objective news. It may not, I, it's gotten worse. I'm not saying that it's not worse than it was, you know, 20, 30 years ago. But, and pe- people think that humans can put off their biases. And that's a f- just fundamental misunderstanding of human nature. We, w- we will never not try to work things out in our favor. Well, and, and that, I've and got, some, is... I got some verses to go with that. Mm-hmm. Go for it. So Proverbs 3, 7, Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. Proverbs twelve fifteen: The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but he that hearkeneth unto counsel is wise. Proverbs 16, 2, All the ways of man of a man are clean in his own eyes, but the Lord weigheth the spirits. Proverbs 21, 2, every way of a man is right in his own eyes, but the Lord pondereth the hearts. This, is a, this, this last one is just quintessential. There is a generation, this is Proverbs 30, verse 12, there is a generation that are pure in their own eyes and yet is not washed from their filthiness. That's today. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is. And, and, and can you go back to that second to last verse? Read that one more time. Yep. The Proverbs 21, verse 2. Every way of a man is right in his own eyes, but the Lord pondereth the hearts. Now, I'm not saying that you are the Lord, but maybe you should try to be like him and ponder the hearts of the people who are speaking to you. When you look at our news media, and let me be clear, Jennifer's right. Bias, hard thing to fight in your reporting. You will be gravitated towards certain stories that fulfill your priors. But we really, really need to think. We really need to think about who we are listening to and what they're saying. And by the way, Fox News, for those of you who die, live and die by Fox News, be careful to say Fox News is an opinion uh, channel and an opinion site for first and foremost. I'll say for the, for the most part, I would agree with that. The one where I might disagree is Brett Baer. I think there's times when he is very objective. Back I'll, to the I'll days disagree. of a Walter Cronkite. And Walter I'm not Cronkite saying wasn't objective. Well, <laughs> but they they were much much when, more objective than what we see today. When you're comparing the dumpster fire to the dumpster from 20 years ago, the dumpster does look better. It does. So there was a patina of it. So let me uh, give you Daniel. Our our uh, uh, public whipping post just came in here with a with a quick story, Mr. Palmer. Well, and, and this is a verse that follows up from the ones that we just read, Judges two verse ten. And also all that generation were gathered unto their fathers, and there arose another generation after them, which knew not the Lord, nor yet the works which he had done for Israel. And you know, when, when I look at that phrase, had done for Israel, I'm thinking history. That's, that's really what it is. And you know what we've done in this country is we have forgotten history. We're so busy yanking it down off the streets and, and burying it and crushing it that there's, there's nothing left for people to really reflect back to. I'm not saying that every man that was involved in the Revolutionary War was was totally honorable, but there's reasons why we have those figures up. You know, a lot of people don't think that um, Abraham Lincoln is, is worthy of some 
honor. Well, I'm sorry, he is. He absolutely is. And the thing is, we go about pulling down these, these statues and these uh, memorials without thinking about the consequences of that. Well, what, what we're focused on with those primarily is the race issue, which it blows my mind that, that Abraham Lincoln, anyway, but, but again, it comes down to narrative. Yes. It comes down to narrative and what they're trying to do with the narrative. They're trying to parse us off one by one, one group at a time until we're all whittled down into this small divided group. When, and I want to be really careful how I say this. The Lord's objective is unity. You listen to Christ. He said, Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you who have killed the prophets, how I would long to gathered you like a hen with her chicks under the wings. Christ is saying, you're my chill. I, I created you. I want to gather you together. I want us to be a family. But you've rejected me. You have yep. rejected me. That is the Lord's cry. So when we come into things that divide, not based on right or wrong, but based on something that is manufactured, manufactured. man, Satan is winning. Yep. Satan is winning. And that's his purpose, folks. That's his well, purpose. Well, let me just say, Satan thinks he's winning. Oh, no, that's a no. Good word. Let, me, let, let me say this. He is winning on a person-by-person person level. But his, his sure, victory I, I is short-term. Sure, yeah. That, that is the thing I that think I think... Let me, let me contradict you. Okay. Uh-oh. Let me say... It's debate time. It's eternal. When someone chooses themselves over the Lord, and, and, and Satan's victory is not necessarily out of his own hand. Let me be very... And it's not something that happens out of God's sovereignty. Sure. However... Satan wants to bring, he's insane. Uh, yeah, I, he wants I think, to bring every person down he can with him to the depths of hell. Yeah, I, I think what you're saying is that Satan wins against us, and what we're saying is he loses against God. Yes, there, Amen. There, we still, there are people who lose to Satan. In the end, God will win. That is that, correct. I think that's what we're yeah, saying. That is correct. Cross, as a, as a cross whole. each other. As a whole. When Satan wins in our lives or in the life of someone around us that is still a loss when yep. you fall there and and you and you are judged that is eternal so what we should be doing is we should be jealously as god is jealous yep. pursuing truth and pursuing souls and when you have something like this moderna thing and pfizer sponsoring and, and moderna's doing it too Pfizer and Moderna sponsoring news organizations that should be watchmen on the wall. What we see here is not only a conflict of interest, but a, it's a it's a interesting precursor to the delusion days of Revelation. And and you know, going back to how we tied in the story of that that prosecutor and how it really doesn't get justice for the children. This push from Pfizer and Moderna and this corruption between them and the media, one could argue is, is ultimately uh, causing loss of life. As, oh, they're, as they're pushing these vaccines, which every day we see more and more evidence that they're not doing what was promised. It, A third of the room all. in here is vaccinated, by the way, fully vaccinated. Yeah. So let's be, let's be clear here. No, We're I, not anti-vaccine. I, I, I took the jab, man. I took it. <laughs> I'm not getting a booster, but I took the first one, first two, actually. But my point is, 
when they're pushing these vaccines that aren't doing what was promised because of this corruption, they are doing it to the exclusion of many other um, uh, treatments. And one might ask why. Well, let me sit in the chair of economics for just a moment uh, and put my tuchus in that seat. It might be because there is a incentive, an incentive for the, oh wait, we just talked about an incentive for the news organizations. There's an incentive for the emergency use authorization to not have a treatment, one that is cheap, readily available, and widespread, and, but, but do but, not take the horse paste. Yes, before we get to the ivermectin, I just want to say, going back to my theory of it's all about fear and causing division, you know, they're doing this ultimately not just for an economic purpose, but I do believe it is so that they can point all these people who did take the vaccine but are still locking themselves down, still having problems, still losing their jobs because of all of the all of the chaos caused by their lockdown policies. Look at the Australia. Yep, the government can now point the finger at those. Un, it's a pandemic of the unvaccinated. So they're brewing this fear among those who are vaccinated, and then pointing at the unvaccinated, saying, "This is the cause of your fear, not us, not our misrepresentation of this virus." And it's coming out now. They're saying, "Oh no, no, no! It's because we had people who weren't vaccinated that were seeing the Delta variant." Like, no nonsense. That that's not true. This is a rapid mutating virus, much like the flu, and we've tried the flu shot. And no. and some research. I I have not looked into it too deeply, but. You should, and I will. Some research is, is, is being uh, mentioned that one of the side effects of the vaccines is that it increases mutation rates. Wow. And, and some of the data. And that makes sense. Mm -hmm, and leaves you long term more vulnerable. Now, and the data I haven't. Coming out of Israel yep, does support that. Yep. I haven't read into it too deeply, but that is something that I've heard, and I would encourage everyone, including myself, to look into moving forward. And, and the data out of Israel, to, to that point, I think it's part of the data that, that you're referencing. I think so, yeah. And is, is that those who, it's, it's 27 or 26 times less likely to have a severe response, I believe, to COVID. I believe that's the, the language that was used. Uh, for those who were rein, reinfected, you 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 have a higher immunity when it is natural immunity, and these these vaccines not only do they not work, like Jennifer alluded to, there's evidence to suggest. So I'm saying there's evidence to suggest that they're actually more harmful on the second bout. It's not clear yet, partly because guess what? You're not allowed to talk about this. You're not allowed to talk about this. Well, and you hit on something earlier, John Arthur, that I think is really important to note. When <clears throat> you were talking about the incentive, and you were talking about Pfizer making $200 um, Billion. Billion, sorry. Billion with a B. So when you talk about that kind of money flowing around, that's a place in which we as citizens need to hold accountable uh, what's going on here? And when you when when you look at the amount of advertising being done, boy, we got to do our due diligence and say, okay, why am I seeing Pfizer being advertised constantly on a news network? Yes, 
because that that just is not that's not right it's not normal and along with the deletion of of information from the Bayer's reporting site along with all these other things that should be news it should be news it should be something that's really interesting for, to us when we see a number like early on like 12,000 go down to 6,000 I'm reported. I'm surprised you know I'm not surprised and and you folks out there this is really important you should understand what the Bayer's web website is it's the vaccine related injury reporting site. VAERS is an acronym. Don't don't ask me to remember what it is. And it, it basically what it's doing, that website is tracking the I don't I, I don't want to call it nuances, but yeah. Injuries. Vaccine vaccine induced injuries is a good way to put that. And you should be researching those. You should understand those. And if you did, You'd you'd probably have just on that alone. You'd have a little bit of a question going in your mind about what's what's really happening. So I think this the the financial aspect. And by the way, I'm I'm a capitalist. I think people should be allowed to uh, make what money they can. This here is really deeply concerning to see the amount of money that's being thrown around with with regards to all of that. So. I, I I wanted to bring up uh, just the the nuance or not the nuance, but the 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 point of the absolute vast amount of money that's being thrown at at media advertising uh, from these companies. It's just it's not good. Absolutely. So let's let's go one step further. So we we we've, we've, we're smelling rotten eggs, but but do we have a solution to the challenge? And when someone and I would say that there is a very good argument to be made that we can do something about COVID-19 when you catch it early. Early treatment and prophylactic treatment are huge. But here's the thing. You're not allowed to talk about it. One doctor in a Texas Senate hearing in mid-2020 said, or mid-late 2020 said, if we had just focused on the patient bleeding to death in their own lungs, we could have saved 80%. Amen. And now we have someone like Rogan come out, and and you've heard this story probably, but let's let's dig for just a before moment. you before you throw that story on. I want to give a personal account of of um, my. I have two of my kids that are married into the same family. Their father in law passed away from COVID a, a month or so ago, and when he was initially put in the hospital. I had spoken with his wife and said, look, here's some things you need to be thinking about. Guys, she merely asked for a simple IV, a high-dose vitamin C, and they would not do it. And I want to just bring up, this, that, that's common sense. When you can't get something like that, something is desperately wrong wrong and and the reason why they said that by the way that that would be mike we 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 dedicated the heartbeat bill story to him uh when that happened guys i i i don't want to get too far into the treatment of it but when but when you have something that shuts down kidney function uh like uh, remdesivir after about five days most patients start to see Kidney shut down. Liver mostly. Yeah. Two. Liver and kidney. You both see both. Of them. And then and then we're not watching what kind of steroids we give. My my uncle Jim says do not 
who, who is a who is a trauma nurse. He sees the worst of the worst. He says, "Do not give him prednisone." But what what they prescribed me prednisone. He said, "Look, that's a death sentence for some people, especially when they're on an IV." Mm. Uh, he says, "But think about it. You have kidney and liver shut down, and then we're pumping them with an IV, and we're giving them medications. And I don't know if you realize where that where that." five-day treatment window came from. They did a test in 2020. You might be familiar with this, Jennifer, but they did a uh, remdesivir test, 10-day trial. By the end of the 10-day trial, a lot of them had had to drop out due to kidney and liver shutting down. So that's where our five-day number comes from. But we give them all of these anti-inflammatories, which are great, by the way. Anti-inflammatories, very, very critical. But we give them the wrong anti-inflammatories, ones that are also related to kidney and liver shutting down. And, and I'm not poking at doctors and nurses here. I'm saying that they here is a very small day for this conspiracy. Well, uh, I'll hey, poke hey, at doctors, and hey, I'll tell you why I will. Because they need to speak up more. And they need to be, okay, so the, especially with, with Mike's case, my gosh, they could have just gotten their heads uninserted from there. But what, what, what they're worried about, what they're worried about is losing their jobs. CDC, their I'm going to tell you what the, what the wording was. This is the wording that they gave her. It is not part of the CDC protocol. And if you want something to stir me up, that would be it. I'm going to tell you what I told her. I said, Lisa, if I'm you, I'm thinking about pulling him out of that hospital, getting him to a different one. And if worse comes to worse, pull him home and try to get a doctor to treat him at home. But so, so they gave him rendezvous. They gave him a large amount of IV, which, by the way, you need. But when you have kidney and liver shut down, when you're giving someone an IV and they have fluid building up, it's going to build up where, in addition to everywhere else, yep. the lungs. And so that, and he is lung. He had one lung collapse, and he had multiple. And this is this is just one story, one anecdote across the board, where we're seeing the standard medical treatment being put out because it's a novel virus. A lot of doctors, because it's a novel virus, they're going to say, look, I don't have any experience with this. The CDC, the NIH, they're saying these things, I have to follow these. Can I just get up on a soapbox for just a second? Because I know a lot of people are going to be saying or would say to this, well, Charlie, you're not a doctor. You know, you didn't go to school for this, yada, yada, yada. And let me just say, far and beyond this COVID pandemic, I work as a nurse in a hospital. People do not ask questions about their own health at yeah. all. Spot on right. Ever. Before, after, during this pandemic. People, I don't know if this happened in the past or if this is a new thing, but just in general, everyone needs, it needs to become the norm to question your doctor and look into it yourself. Sometimes, most, I would say most times, they're going to be right. But you need to check. This is your health. This is the health of your family. Be involved in your health. Don't use the excuse of I'm not a doctor. Could to, not agree more. To get out of researching the procedures that people are trying to do to you. Because, because when you don't, things like, and I'm not saying that Miss Lisa didn't, but I'm saying... She was like great, by the way. Like, she, she, she researched, did. she went into it. But guess what? When you've relinquished all that control over, mm -hmm. you, now you're you lose. Yep. You lose it all and you're locked in. And things like ivermectin, which are prophylactic. By the way, just a personal story. I had 104 uh, uh, fever just about. It was just shy of 104. When the doc finally prescribed ivermectin, within 36 hours, I think it was less, maybe it was 12, 
Again, I wasn't really with it. I wasn't checking my temperature. I felt better very quickly, very quickly, uh, just a, a quick dose. But so look, think but, 200 billion versus $20. Hmm. Go. I, ivermectin yep. pill, which, which Rogan took. And there was an interesting interaction. We got to see it play out in the media between a new media versus the old media. So this is Rogan's uh, uh, interview with Sanjay Gupta. And Jennifer wanted us to play this one. This is a great story. Let's talk about it. But first, let's hear it. Lie. It's a lie on a news network, and it's a lie that's a willing. That's that's a lie that they're conscious of. It's not a mistake. Yeah, they're unfavorably framing it as veterinary medicine. What did the FDA put out? <laughs> it was a tweet, and it was snarky. I admit it. They said you are not a horse, you are not a cow. Stop taking this stuff, or something like that. Why would you say that when you're talking about a drug that's been given out to billions and billions of people? A drug that was responsible for one of the inventors of it making the Nobel the, Prize, the Nobel Prize in 2015. 15, yeah, yeah, no, a, a drug well, that has been shown to stop viral replication in vitro you know that it's just a lie I don't think anyone is thick. but don't you think that a lie like that is dangerous on a news network when you know that they know they're lying turns out i got covid so we immediately threw the kitchen sink at it. Uh, ivermectin, Z-Pak. One of those drugs he mentioned, ivermectin, is something more often used to deworm horses. All right, hang on. I, I, do you, the, the thing is, we're, we're, we're like going so fast. Like, I feel like I'm missing. I'm missing. Do you think I that want that's to... a problem? That Maybe you feel like you got caught with your pants down. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's why you're overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. You have no answer for that. None. So when... And I just do want to say that 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 is like a compilation of clips by the Daily Caller. So there, uh, there is one uh, specific sort of jump cut edit in that. Go watch the whole podcast. I'm telling you, I listened to the entire like two hours plus podcast. It is edited. It is not out of context at all. And and and, and the, the one without response. Yes, the the one um the one piece that I will add for your context uh, when he talks about the tweet that was not a tweet from CNN. That was a tweet from the FDA. <laughs> so it's even worse. So, and, and then and then Don Lemon comes on and basically doubles down on it. Gupta doubles down on it. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, they they say things like, well. It is used as a horse dewormer, so it, it wasn't really a lie. But the thing is, when it comes so to ivermectin, there's two different, there's really two different types. One that is prescribed for yeah, humans. totally different dose. And one that is prescribed for animals. Mm -hmm. and I'm not recommending it, but I know someone who takes one of the horse doses once every two months, and he is not dead. So, and you know what? I don't recommend that. I don't recommend but, it. Don't, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not recommending I'm, that. We're not saying, but we're just saying. But I might, but I might go buy the horse dust. <laughs> well, let me, so let me pose a really interesting question here. And, and by the way, six to ten months ago, this, in fact, was the case. How many doctors were issuing ivermectin mm -hmm. six to ten months ago? Hardly yeah. any. Now, you'll find more now. But hardly any. If you're laying in a bed with COVID and you know that a horse paste could potentially help you and you're desperate. The hemodose is not a horse paste, just to be clear. 
Thank you. It might make you a little hoarse, though, when you take it. <laughs> but I think what Charlie is saying is back when they were not allowing people Bingo. to have the human dose. Bingo. And you're, and you're in a situation like with your, with your, um, with your children's father-in-law, I'm yep. not sure what to call him to you, where they're not letting him get certain treatments. He doesn't have the freedom to try. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the people who took the horse medicine, which, again, we're not recommending, saying... When you put them in a position where they can't take the safe human version, you're backing them into a corner. And, and when I've, you're dealing with people's lives and the lives of their family, don't expect humans to to do what you want. Yes. And and and, and let me just ask, scooching over to the chair of economics for just a second. Let me just scooch over. Well, it's not a horse pace. It is horse pace in a lot of cases. So so what we said wasn't a lie. Who's your sponsor? Mm. 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 Maybe a not. Maybe not at the time. But who is now your sponsor, and who have you been in bed with the entire time? I don't know if they were or weren't at the time, but uh, just, j just, just a thought, perhaps. And, and you know, I, I could get on this topic for so time. long, but yeah. I, I do just, I, I do want to bring it back to the underlying issue of truth. What is true? It's not true that joe rogan took horse dewormer it's not true and, and i mean know, that's to it, that point I, I i think it's i've i've shared this with young adults and i folks i want to share this with you because i think this is really important we have entered a day and age in which it is much more difficult to understand what truth is we have to work harder to understand it and it goes back to those verses that we laid out toward the, the beginning to the first third of this podcast. When you're talking about ways being right in a man's own eyes, the Lord pondereth the hearts. We must make sure that we're lined up scripturally, understand what truth really is, what it looks like, what it sounds like. That's That's ultimately how you're going to be able to use your measuring stick. And when we get away from that, you're going to have a tough time, and you're going to be easily deceived. And we are there in that, in that time now. There's, the people in this country are being easily deceived. And it, it reminds me of Orwell, and I know, I, I know I'm, so, I'm so elegant for quoting <laughs> Orwell. Oh, I feel so posh. No, okay, sorry. But 1984, when, when you had the three minutes of hate, uh, or five minutes of hate. You see, that's how well I know Orwell. Uh, I, I I can't remember. But you have people turning on a dime. I will not take the vaccine because El Presidente Trump, orange man bad, concocted it in his own laboratory. Then three, five months later, oh my gosh, you don't believe in science. You're not willing to take the vaccine. L look, look at what you believe and look at why you are taking this course of action. Look at what they believe. And here's the thing, it's not hypocrisy. It's not hypocrisy. It's the, 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 everyone is guilty of hypocrisy. And don't point out the hypocrisy of, of, of these politicians. Don't point out the hypocrisy of the people who are creating these, these vaccines. It's not the hypocrisy that's, that's the issue. That's an issue. The fact that they're lying to you. They are lying to you for an agenda. They don't believe that this virus 
is intractable, incurable. They do, however, want you to believe that because they want you to be hopeless, helpless, and under their thumb. And, and the way they do that and what they're doing is they're moving towards a one-world government, a mm-hmm. new system for their utopia because they can mm-hmm. bring God's kingdom on earth without God. Which ultimately, the, the road to that reality is going to be severe persecution of the church. And, and us Christians in America... We better buckle up and get ready, because if if you're going to hold on to the name of Christ, man, you you only need to look north of the border. Whether it's pre-trib, oh, it's going to get much worse. Oh yeah, it will. Whether it's pre-trib, mid-trib, or post-trib, guess what? Persecution is coming. coming. Yes, it's coming. And of course, Jennifer's smiling because we need to do oh, a whole man. podcast on Revelation. Five hours. <laughs> oh man, we can do it. Post- can no, do it. everyone, comment. Hey, Mr. Pomeroy, we want revelations. So, so, Revelation, so, so, we've got a we've we we have got a pre-tribber in the room, a mid with Mr. Charlie. We've got a mid-tribber in the room with yeah. Jennifer, and I would say that I am an ardent Revelation seven tribula, uh, tribulation. However, you count that. Some people I've heard of them call it a pre-trib. But uh, some people will say it was a mid-trip. But uh, with that said, post-trip. I think that one person is me. God, <laughs> God love you. God love you if you're post-trip. Uh, I don't see it. But hey, we can still be friends. Uh, with that said, remember, things are not falling apart. They are falling really, into place. They're falling into place, yeah. And, yeah. And if, if I can steal that from uh, Jan Markell. Suffice it to say, look at why you believe what you believe. Let's wrap it up around the room, going to Jennifer. Culturally, what do we see the culture doing with truth and with our news? And how should we as Christians respond to those around us on a personal level when they bring news stories to us or they bring these these lies that the news is telling? How should we respond? And what are they bringing and how should we respond? Well, on a broader level, what they're doing to truth is they are uh, taking something that is objective. There is such a thing as objective truth, and they are making it this subjective, feeling-based, whatever the you know media political machine is promoting. Uh, that is now the you know your truth. It's it's the truth, even though it is not the objective reality truth, and what that. What we need to do is don't be afraid to, in love, confront people to when they bring this thing that they're saying that is true and you know that it is not true based on the Bible, based on reality. In love, don't let that slip. Don't let it go. Don't let it slide past. Confront them and say, what you just said is not true, and this is why. This is what the Bible says about that. Buy truth and sell it not. Bind it about thy neck. Yeah, sorry. I feel like that was a little rambly. Cult- no, no, but culturally, we want to have this culture of accountability. We want to bring people accountable. And by the way, that does not mean that you bring someone down. It means that you come to them, and the Bible describes, especially when it's an elder, you come to them as a servant, as a servant mm-hmm. saying, here, here's this issue. I, I think you might want to consider these facts. This is what God says in his word. You might want to consider these things. 
you come to them with that meekness, that humility, because here's the thing. Christ <laughs> had every right to absolutely thrash his disciples. You will hardly see that. Many times over. Yeah. You will hardly see that. Moving over to the chair of theology, we're watching our media play games with what is true, and they're foisting this agenda. They're foisting this agenda. How do we respond to that theologically? Do we have an agenda as Christians? And let me, let me say it that way. Well, I go back to that verse, every way of a man is right in his own eyes. And that verse applies to every single person. It doesn't matter if you're a believer or a non-believer. That, it, that is a fact. When it comes to impacting media and things like that, I don't think we win the war directly with media. We win the war with those around us. Amen. That eventually will win the war against the media. We have to rebuild our church, and we have to strengthen the believers. And I'll say one more thing on that point. That's a really good point right there. This issue that we see in our culture today is not because of, of worldly people, unbelievers. This issue is squarely on the shoulders of Christians. We can't even get Christians to live like they ought to live. That's the mm -hmm. problem. Yep, it's not because of worldly unbelievers. It's because of worldly believers. Yep. And we are all guilty of that at some point or another. And we need to fight that with that accountability, that loving kindness yep. and accountability. And by the way, love does not mean apathy, folks. That's right. If you love someone, you the will tell them that their breath's in action. If you love someone, you will tell them that their collar is turned up. I'm looking at you, Bethany. Uh, if you love someone... <laughs> She's not in the room, so I'll just slam. Uh, just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, if you love someone, you will tell them that they are wrong in a way that is it's gentle, beneficial, yeah. in a way that is constructive. And coming to the philosophy chair, just to wrap things up, and, 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 and I'll, grace, I'll increase the economic chair just for a second. Look at why you believe what you believe. That way you will be more firm. Look When you look at the media and you look at what they say, try to look at the question. Uh, excuse me. When you look at the question, look at the questioner. When you look at the story, look at the storyteller. Do not take a story in without evaluating the storyteller. Because if that storyteller is telling lies, you need to be careful. And let me be careful also to say, don't stop listening to that storyteller because they can tell you a lot. Christians, do not turn off. Uh, uh, careful what you fill your mind with, yeah. but do not turn off your ears to what the enemy is saying because you can find out where they are. And like we said earlier, with the prison system, guess what? If you think that prisons should be in place, that is not a biblical principle. That is something that the Gentiles brought in. And that is something that is not godly. You should have restitution, corporal punishment, or capital punishment. Those are your three options as per the Bible. Uh, but while it's here, it's here, and let's make sure that it's reformed and correct, despite what the media does to those stories. Let's be careful that we take in the right, uh, the right truth, the truth, 
not someone's version of it or spin. And two, on the chair of economics, when you're evaluating things like COVID, look at where the value structure lies. Try to be wise as serpents, as innocent as doves. With that said, thank you so much for tuning in today. We really appreciate your listenership. As always, uh, leave a comment down below if you have an argument that you wish to add in uh, for for today's uh, topic, something that we missed, and uh, tell us from which chair you're arguing. If uh, you didn't like it, go ahead and put a comment in there and tell us how much we stink. Uh, and if you liked it, again, like, comment, share, subscribe, all those good things. And if you dislike this, I'm sorry. I hope you have a wonderful day anyway. I'm not sorry. <laughs> Love y'all. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs>